You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's topic is how to leverage training to amplify your impact and success. Actually, today is my birthday. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) I want to share some insights with you into how you can leverage the professional development or other training courses that you're completing so that you can get to know yourself better, become more confident and amplify the impact that you have in the world. I'm about to jet off to Brisbane for the Hakanza conference. I'm leaving on Wednesday. And since today's my birthday, I've been reflecting on the past year, what's going on right now in the year ahead, how far I've come and what I hope to achieve. And I like to do this every year around my birthday and also in the new year. Keeps me motivated and on track. Part of my reflection for my birthday was around the value of the training and coaching I've been engaging with in the past few months. Because a lot of people ask me what sorts of courses I'm doing and why and how I choose them or what I'm going to do with them. So I thought I'd share with you the principles of selecting a good training course and how you can get the most out of them possible. My goal today is really that I want to demonstrate my reflective process that I've developed to get as much as I can out of a training course and to show how my process can help you to reveal your own unique abilities that you gain through work, life and personal experience, training and skills development and so on that can be applied to other areas. Once you learn how to do something well, there are many other forms that that process can take. And a few episodes ago, I talked about the book Range, which talked about how generalists survive in a specialist world And it was exactly capturing the concept that when you know how to do something in one area, it can be applied to many other areas. So why would you want to do this work? Why wouldn't you just do a training course and go, hmm, that was great and apply some of the learnings? Why would you want to go to that next level and look at what your zone of genius is or reflect on your unique skills and abilities? Well, when you know what you're good at, you can spend more time and energy focusing on doing more of those things and less time and energy spent on things that aren't in your zone of genius and leave you frustrated or irritated. By focusing on your unique ability, you can become known as a specialist. You can spend more time in flow activities. You'll be able to communicate your value more easily and therefore you'll have a much greater impact doing what you do best. I wanna mention that the term unique ability isn't my phrasing, it comes from strategic coach, Dan Sullivan. He's an incredibly clever man and he has his own podcast called the 10X Podcast and another one called Inside Strategic Coach. He's also on the Genius Network Podcast with Joe Polish. I highly recommend having a listen to Dan Sullivan. That was a bit off topic, but coming back to learning and using that to improve and increase your success and impact, let's start with a question, well, why do people study in the first place? Well, people study for lots of different reasons. Sometimes it's just because you're interested in something. Sometimes you want to deepen your work. Maybe you want to know yourself better. Or maybe you have imposter syndrome and you want to avoid actually starting your coaching or other business. 
Sorry to be blunt, but this is a thing. And in my experience, no matter why you are studying, if you are completing a training course of any kind, you're going to do it at one of three levels. So have a think about these and ask yourself which one of these levels are you? Level one is interested. You love learning, so you complete a training course, professional development or whatever, and then you revel in the glow of new learning for a while and go, oh, that, that was interesting, I loved that, and go back to normal life. If you're a level two learner, you're an implementer. So not only do you want to learn something, you want to learn how to do something, and you complete the training so that you can find ways to implement what you've learned into your business or your life. So for example, maybe you've been fascinated by nutrition and you did that for interest, but maybe you decide that you want to improve your nutrition. So you do a course on how to eat for a better mood or how to eat for better sleep, whatever, so that you can put that into practice. Great. Level three learning is where you are an integrator. And this is a deeper level of learning where you complete some sort of a training course and you're totally immersed in it. It's not just a tick box or I'll get this done or I'll miss some bits of it. You actually are totally consumed by it. And you do deeper reflective work after completing the training and during so that you can learn more about yourself and truly integrate the value of the skills and knowledge you've learned into several areas of your life. And that includes leveraging past skills and experience. So which one of those are you? Are you interested? Are you an implementer? Or are you an integrator? I have to admit, I used to be level one or level two. I used to be interested in things or thinking I could learn a few new skills. But I have become an integrator these are my definitions, by the way, of learning. You probably won't find them anywhere else. And the thing is that if I have to complete training for work, even in that case where it might be for implementing, I am at heart an integrator because I get so much more value from the training if I learn more about myself and my unique gifts and skills and how I can use those to better serve the world and make that happen. One of the reasons I like that level three learning, that deeper integrative learning so much is because in my business, it leads to clearer messaging, greater certainty in what you're doing, working more on purpose and having a greater impact. And that's because when you really dig deep and examine what's behind the learning for you personally and how it fits with your existing zones of genius and skills, you start to get really, really clear on your purpose, what you're here for, your unique ability, your zone of genius. And you can stop wasting time trying to do all of the things and spend more time doing what you love and are good at. I want to share a couple of examples using case studies of my process from my own experience. And you can use these as templates to help you work out your own unique ability and amplify your impact through training and by learning how to unpack and use training that you do to dig a bit deeper. So let's talk about how learning reveals your unique ability. I'm going to give you some live examples now so you can hear what it sounds like. 
When I'm choosing a professional development course, and I'm going to use business as an example, I focus on the skills or knowledge that I'll have the greatest impact on me personally or professionally as relevant to the current time of my life. So right now, I'm the co-CEO of Sage Women's Health, which is a new business, and I want to do the best I can at that. I want to bring my best to that role. I really want to step into that co-CEO role and bring the skills that a CEO needs to have. And my other co-CEO is doing the same. So two things are really important right now. One is being present despite the chaos and uncertainty of working in a startup business. But being present and grounded is really important to manage stress and stay calm and to get things done because there's a lot of uncertainty in startups. The second thing I want to do is really polish up my speaking skills and capabilities as I step into a more visible role with more speaking engagements where I'll need to speak at a higher and better and more articulate level. So for those two trainings, I've engaged with Dr. Joel Bennett, who I mentioned on a previous podcast on becoming more present and finding a better relationship with time. And I've also engaged with Laurie Schloff, also mentioned on a previous podcast for speaker training. As an aside, I'm also completing another coach training uh, for my role with Wellness Coaching Australia on coaching supervision, which actually ties into the other two. So let's have a look at a couple of case studies as to how I've leveraged these two training courses that I mentioned to hone my skills and understand my unique abilities. Case study number one is the course, The Quest for Presence. Now this is Dr. Joel Bennett's book, Quest for Presence, along with a couple of live workshops. And this work has been extremely helpful for me, both personally and professionally. As I mentioned, I took this training because I thought, it, I, need, thought I needed to be more present while coaching and in my personal life and in this business to be present and grounded in the stress of startup. And above skills and knowledge, I've gained a much deeper understanding of myself and how to better manage my time, my mental and emotional energy, how I relate to time pressures and my relational skills with other people. Starting with the book, I realized that I already have a lot of presence building traits and strengths, more than I realized, and that I can draw on a lot of those to be more present more often. Building on that though, the book took me beyond that self-awareness and also gave me some additional important tools and perspectives on managing time so that at any given moment I can drop into presence and I now use some of these tools on a daily basis. As a result, I'm feeling more at peace, I'm more trusting, less anxious and more in charge of my life. Then there was also the group work that accompanied the book, live webinar sessions. And through this group work, I got a really deep appreciation of what time really means, what we can and can't control, and of the four main forces that shape time. Having this perspective, this teaching from many different disciplines and the realisation of what time really is, has helped me to experience the bigger picture of how everything's connected. We all say that, oh yes, we're all connected and everything's connected. But imagine actually experiencing that, your position in the universe right now with all of the things that are living around you and in the world. This reflection and being able to create that experience gives you self-compassion, ease and a sense of calm. 
And finally, by hearing other people's points of view on relationships with time and stresses, I gained some really valuable experience and appreciation of perspectives that my clients might bring to coaching. So just at that level, it was really powerful, but integrating this into my business and life, I'm using tools daily. I have an intentional practice around presence on a moment by moment basis. And I have greater capacity to understand, be empathetic and inquire about client challenges with presence and time. And this includes people that I'm in meetings with in my business, people that are stressed about getting things done in a startup. Now in coaching, some of my strengths are listening and summary reflecting. I'm also creative and imaginative and a critical thinker from my science background. So in coaching, my unique ability is helping people to listen to themselves, identify their own needs and find creative ways to do things in their own way, which create empowerment and self-belief. Now, take that up another step into running a business. My unique ability of listening translates into a truly client-centered business based in creative problem solving and backed up by my ability to create processes to achieve the outcome. By being a listener, I'm able to hear key points and steps to getting things done. And so through the training with Dr. Joel Bennett, I got a really deeper understanding of how I can transform my relationship with time so that I can slow down, so that I can be better, more present as a listener and in a coaching or business conversation. It means that despite the chaos around me, despite the urgency in a startup, I can be grounded. I can stay present. I can hear the key issues. I can hear what is not being said. And I can help a client or a colleague or a peer have more transformative insights. I can see the more important details that might be missed if I were driven to be rushing and using tools to manage stress, time and pace are going to help me to leverage all of my existing skills and strengths for greater impact. I hope that makes sense. It might sound a little bit ethereal as I describe it, but this is my personal experience. And my question for you is, thinking of an area where you have a strength, what training can you do to help you to deepen and broaden that strength? How could you apply this to other areas of your life? My second case study is speaker training with Laurie Schloff, which has been incredibly insightful. In our first session, Laurie pointed out some areas for work in speaking for me. And in those sessions, I reflected on other experiences and skills that I've gained through my life and career that are directly transferable to help me become a better speaker. For example, Laurie asked about how I was going to practice some of the skills she taught me and inquired about opportunities to do this. And of course, I realized, gee, I'm actively coaching students and I'm running a podcast. So as I'm learning with her, as I complete more sessions with her, I can directly implement what I'm learning through these two media. Laurie also asked about past experiences that I might have had. And I thought about other things I've done in my life, listening to binaural beat mindset tapes, and so many other things that came up. And I thought, gee, I've actually heard these sorts of concepts in other situations. I understand what she's saying. I can more quickly embed what I've learned. I understand the power of these things in psychology of, of my listeners. 
So unpacking that made me realize that I'm already using different tactics to engage my audience in a teaching capacity now and in the past. And I can translate and tweak those into other scenarios like live events. Also, Laurie's teaching around honing my message is going to help me more clearly explain the value proposition of the business, which I've been struggling with. It's going to make me more impactful as a speaker because I'll be more articulate and that will help my business gain the attention it deserves. And reflecting on my past university teaching experience, I realized that I like to teach in metaphors and stories. And this is actually the foundation of good speaking. So in other words, the sessions I've had with Laurie so far have helped me to see that I have a lot of skills and experiences that I hadn't really associated with speaking. But I can pull them together and leverage them to get more out of this training and, and integrate it more quickly and easily. Also, luckily for me, Laurie uses simple acronyms to give you a quick outline of the principles that you need to follow and walk you through the steps to take. And that really aligns with my process-oriented way of doing things. So for me, in this situation, working one-to-one -one with someone who can see what's working and what needs work, I'm able to identify my strengths, but also my greatest opportunities for growth. My unique ability of listening and summarising are going to be so much more enhanced by the training I'm completing with Laurie. My questions for you are, what do you already know how to do well that can help you solve a problem or get a better result in your business right now, even if you hadn't thought it was relevant? And how have you used your unique ability through your life in different contexts? Being able to plot the development of your unique abilities is so powerful. So how do you amplify success? Let's go back to the beginning. As a learner, you can use the power of reflection to move from being an interested learner to an implementer or even better, an integrator. And when you do this, you will learn more about your unique ability and how to amplify it by identifying and leveraging all of your past experiences and successes in different areas. And the result, you're going to feel more confident in yourself, have a greater sense of your value and worth and have more self-belief. You'll more easily see opportunities that suit your abilities and you'll know when to outsource, outsource or stop doing things that aren't a good fit for you. So how do you amplify your success? Simply by identifying and then focusing on what you do best and the training courses that you complete can really help you to pick up those skills and strengths. So to wrap up today, it's my birthday and I outline why people study and the three levels of learning and I've said that by digging into your third level of learning, that integration, you will more likely identify and be able to leverage your unique ability, that phrase coined by Dan Sullivan, to describe the work that you are meant to be doing, your purpose. I illustrated my reflective process for attaining level three learning in two case studies, one about presence and one about speaking. I invite you to think about how you might approach learning and training in future to help you get the most out of them personally and professionally to create more impact and success. And on that note, happy birthday to me. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.